little friend and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am Kelsey Lowe, your host. I'm a self-love mentor, an empowerment coach, and today I'm here to be your friend alongside you during this self-love journey. And today I'm excited to have a chit chat about, you know, if you feel like there's people in your life that you want them to grow with you. And maybe there's a fear of like leaving them behind or, you know, really craving, you know, what it comes down to is craving intimacy, wanting to feel deeply connected to them. And so I had a call with an incredible woman today. And, you know, just so you guys know, a lot of my podcast episodes are inspired after having conversations with you via Instagram and the DMs or phone conversations. I have a lot of connect phone conversations. I'm definitely, I mean, I'm an ambivert, you know, where I'm like introvert and extrovert. But when it comes to my business, I'm very much an extrovert. I love getting on the phone and connecting with people and really just being in support, right? Coaching, guiding, but also just really investigating and understanding how I can serve the type of people I want to work with on a deeper level. So the type of women that I really connect with are women that struggle with perfectionism, you know, people pleasing and procrastination. I call it the three P's. I'm here to help solve the three P's for you because those were the three things that really got in the way of my ability to love myself and see my own self-worth. I feel like self-worth is such a tricky thing because it's really hard to pinpoint and we don't realize, you know, if we aren't valuing ourselves um, until we reflect back. It's hard to see it in the moment. So I had a call with a beautiful woman today. She started telling me about how she really wants her husband to be on you know, to be growing with her the way that she is. She wants to connect with him on the spirituality side of things when she really gets excited about something and deepening on something like she wants him to be growing more is what it came down to. You know, he had overcome some things in his life and she wanted more. Um, And so I want to talk about that for a second because one of the things that first off, I resonate with her. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, you probably resonate as well. Especially for me, it was my sister because I was like, oh, I want so much for you. I want you to be here. But what I was doing was I was projecting what I was saying without my words was, I don't fully accept you being here because I think you should be here. And I remember my mom doing that to me, right? I think all parents kind of project that a little bit when they don't approve of the step we're in. Um, But this can be really detrimental to the exact thing you want. So if you're wanting more intimacy, but you're pointing out things that you aren't accepting of that person, you're going to create more separation and division because they can feel that you aren't accepting them for who they are. So what is the remedy to this? The remedy is noticing that this actually has nothing to do with that person. This actually has everything to do with you and you not feeling good and grounded and and secure in where you are at. So if we personally are not feeling enough and we're feeling maybe behind or not where we're supposed to be, then it is nearly impossible for us to be at peace with where other people are at. Because we see our, you know, how we view ourselves is how we start to view the world. So if you don't feel like you're where you're at, you can't look with acceptance and love and admiration for the people closest to you and honoring where they are at. If you don't feel enough, then everyone around you isn't going to seem enough, right? And so this is where that self-love journey comes in. When we want to deepen the intimacy with our relationships, 
We have to learn how to have self-forgiveness and self-love and acceptance for ourselves of affirming that I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. And I know that's true because it's where I am. If we're looking at life from the lens that everything is happening for me and this difficulty that I'm experiencing right now, what am I learning from it? This is where we get to have that growth mindset and this belief and the trust that situations and experiences and challenges happen in our life for our soul's evolution, for us to learn how to express our needs, for us to learn how to take control of our time so we can be fed and nourished how we need to be, you know, so we can learn how to be in an energy of commitment and follow through because that makes our confidence go up. Okay. And so if we start to look at life as, you know, everything is happening for the evolution of my soul and I am forever learning how to be more myself, the truest version of who I am. Um, and this is a journey. It's not a light switch. It's not overnight. But one thing I really want to encourage you to do is to hold up the mirror and focus on your own growth. Focus on your own expression of who you are and stop putting so much energy into trying to change other people. The people in your life that are closest to you will want to repel away from you if they feel like you are judging them or criticizing them or wanting to change them. And often, if we are feeling judgmental, critical, and non-accepting of ourself, we naturally are in the vibration of that, and we project that out to other people. So if you're hearing this and you're like, oh my God, <laughs> that's okay. It's, empower- it's, it's important and it's empowering to look at our own shit and be like, wow, this actually has nothing to do with that person and everything to do with me. You know, if you find yourself having a difficulty believing in someone, it's likely because you don't believe in yourself. If you have a hard time trusting that other people are committed to things, question, do I trust myself with my own commitment and follow through? Or am I projecting my lack of trust onto other people, right? And sometimes, you know, someone has proven that they aren't trustworthy. And that's also, you know, a possibility. I've had certain friends that have been in my life for a very long time. I'm talking 17 years, friends that have been in my life. And, you know, one of the girls, over time, I kind of came to the terms of, oh, I can't trust this person, even though so badly I wanted to. I wanted to be able to trust her because I had so many memories of feeling so connected and loved and just fun and ecstatic joy of like her being my sister. But over time, there was a lot of betrayal and it was causing this resentment. And I had to go through my own forgiveness practices of forgiving her, but also forgiving me for how I showed up, for the times I didn't stand up for myself, for the times I stayed silent when I was actually allowed to be upset and mad. You know, I rarely am forgiving myself for overreacting and it's more likely than not, I'm forgiving myself for underreacting, for letting myself be a fucking doormat and being rolled right over, like steam rolled over. Um, so that's why forgiveness work is so powerful. And these are the types of things that we do in Glow Self Love Mastermind. I've been sharing a bit about this on um, 
um, past episodes, but it's my mastermind. It's a group of women that are coming together that if you struggle with those three P's, you know, procrastination, people pleasing and perfectionism, then this is the place for you because I understand you. You're likely empathetic, ambitious, spiritual, right? And so I teach feminine leadership because we've been taught masculine leadership. We've been taught, taught hustle culture, but there's a reason why we get burnt out. And then we're scared to, to try again because we don't want to get burnt out again. Um, and so I teach a, a feminine leadership, a new way of approaching life of how to glow. You know, glow is an acronym. It stands for gratitude, leadership, optimism, and wisdom. And learning how to look at our own stuff rather than projecting what we want from ourselves onto the people around us requires self-leadership requires us to say, you know what, this is actually about me. This isn't about anyone else. And I'm going to take into account that my biggest responsibility is my own personal growth and no one else's. And the thing is, especially if you are a female in a heterosexual relationship with a man that is like your husband or your boyfriend, the feminine energy is very inviting. Like it commands what it wants. It doesn't demand it, right? So there's a big difference there between commanding and demanding. You can command people to rise with you just by you living in your truth without even having to say it, by you expressing what you like and what you don't like, by you being in integrity with your word. If you say you're going to do something and you follow through, guess what? You are inviting everyone around you to be in that energy of commitment and follow through with you because they're inspired by it. But some of the, I'm going to share three things that get in the way of us being committed to what it is that we say we're going to do. The first one is we don't trust ourselves. If you don't trust yourself, it's really difficult to be committed to something. And if you feel like you get flashbacks of all the times you let yourself down in the past and that blocks you from being able to say yes to something because you worry that you'll let yourself down again, then the remedy for that is self-forgiveness. You know, being able to forgive yourself for those past experiences in order to give yourself permission to try again. Because here's the truth. You are not who you once were. You're not the same person that you used to be at all. And if you would have known then what you know now, you could have done something differently and you would have done something differently. So you get to give yourself grace and forgiveness and start to imagine like if this was your friend and she was telling you, you know, I just don't want to start this new thing because I keep thinking about like a couple years ago when I started and I failed or I didn't do a good enough job or I gave up and I procrastinated. Like, I just don't want that to happen again. You know, what would you tell her? Would you tell her like, yeah, don't do it. Just don't do it. Hide. <laughs> no, you would tell her like, girl, go for it. YOLO. You only live once. You got to try, you know? So imagine being able to talk to yourself as you would your best friend. Um, the second thing that stops us from being in that energy of commitment and follow through. And this is important because being in the energy of commitment and follow through is literally what helps create confidence. When we say we're going to do something and we follow through, our confidence goes up. If we say we're going to do something and we don't, our confidence goes down. Okay. So the second thing that helps boost this energy of commitment is recognizing when you are procrastinating, because if you are procrastinating on it, 
then it's kind of like this form of stress relief. And it's like, oh, and oftentimes we're procrastinating because we want it to be perfect and perfect isn't attainable. So we're reaching for something that doesn't exist and we're wanting it to look a certain way. So we're planning to plan to preparing to prepare to prepare. And what happens is this analysis paralysis where we feel frozen, like I don't know what step to take. And if you're looking at the big picture, it can feel really overwhelming because nothing is overnight, especially if it's worthwhile. So the remedy for that is learning the art of messy action. I call it the art of messy action, and it never looks messy to anyone else. It only feels messy to you. And this is really for the perfectionists out there that um, want it to look a certain way. You know, it's not going to look exactly the way that you envision it. It's not. Um, and as a fellow recovering perfectionist, fellow recovering procrastinator, learning to ask yourself these couple questions and like get out a pen and paper because these questions are a game changer and they have helped me so much. Like, oh my God. So question one, when you're feeling overwhelmed and you find yourself procrastinating, question number one, what step am I in right now? For example, if you just now are starting something, maybe step one is research on Google. You know, if you have certain questions that you don't know or you have bought, uh, obstacles or blocks. Maybe it's, I call it Google university. Maybe you need to Google around. Okay. Maybe you need to call someone. Maybe you need to fill out a form. Maybe you need to open the book and read chapter one. You know, maybe you need to make a phone call, you know, ask yourself, what is step one? If you're feeling overwhelmed with something that you're starting and you want to be committed. So that's question one. What step am I in right now? Question number two, what would taking action look like, right? If I was focused on just step one, what does that look like to take action, right? Which is similar, similar questions. Step question number three, how can I make this more fun? This is huge. I'm a seven on the Enneagram. I'm an ENFP with Myers-Briggs. I want things to be fun. I want things to feel good. So simply asking yourself this question, how can I make this more fun? Maybe that means doing it in a different part of the house and putting on some background music. Maybe that, who knows, right? But you don't know until you slow down and ask yourself these questions. And I recommend writing them down and journaling them so you really are forced to answer it versus letting your mind wander and get distracted by something else. So that's the question three, how can I make this more fun? Question four, how can I simplify this? How can I make this easier and simplify this, okay? These questions are really important because they can help you get out of your head and into action and into that committed energy, okay? So the third reason why commitment is difficult, um, you know, and things that get in the way of being in that committed energy of focusing on ourselves and our own growth is it doesn't feel safe to be seen, you know, if you don't feel like it's safe to take up space that maybe mentally, like and intellectually, you know, like, yeah, it's fine. I can put myself out there, but physically you feel scared and emotionally it doesn't feel safe. Then it's kind of like trying to swim up current, like upstream. You're going to stay in the same place, you know? Um, so if you feel like, and oftentimes this shows up in our life by us putting everyone else first 
and focusing on the needs of other people and how you can give and support and be there for other people because we don't feel worthy if we're not helping. And so what happens is there's resentment, there's annoyance, or there's a shutdown moment where you're like giving, giving, giving. And in order to stop giving to people, you have to remove yourself. Like that was the pattern for me. I didn't know how to say no to my family of them asking for me to help things or do things, you know, I didn't know how to say no. So what I ended up doing eventually was like leaving town, living in another city, because I didn't know how to express what I was available for and what I wasn't because I felt bad, right? I felt bad. You know, boundaries and letting people cross our boundaries or not setting boundaries comes down to not feeling safe and not feeling worthy, okay? So the remedy for this is giving yourself permission to be imperfect, right? Giving yourself permission to take up your own time, to take up space. And when I say giving yourself permission to be imperfect, because you're figuring it out. It's like we got to notice if we're trying to put ourselves on this pedestal of unrealistic standards to where we set ourselves up to never feel enough because that's just it's just not the game we're here to play. Okay, so how do we create a sense of safety so we're able to feel seen? Plan out your week. Let yourself feel on purpose. This is taking this is allowing yourself to feel like you are leading yourself in a direction that you actually want to go versus just trying to keep up, you know, allowing yourself to take up space, take up your own time. So I recommend choosing like Sunday or Monday and look at the week ahead. What's on your calendar? Write it up. And I am not encouraging you to back to back to back because that doesn't serve us, right? But asking yourself, what do I want to cause and create this week? What am I committed to showing up for? What do I need, right? And maybe it's like, what are the needs of my family this week? You know, do you have stuff with your kids? Do you have stuff with your husband or your boyfriend for your, to help your parents or your family? You know, what what does my family need of me this week? And what do I need of me and from me this week? You know, so if there's a yoga class you want to go to, or if there's meditations, like scheduling that into your day and being like, okay, well, what needs to happen in order for this to happen, right? Do you need to go to bed earlier in order to wake up earlier? Do you need to find a class? Do you need to um, download a meditation and have a meditation ready? Do you need to get a journal? Like, what do you need in order to show up for yourself? And I would also like encourage, I'm going to put the link in the show notes. It's um, an affirmation meditation series. And this really helps with allowing yourself to feel safe in your own body. Because when we feel safe in our own body, we can express ourselves, we can feel at peace, and we have permission to feel joy. Because it's almost impossible to feel joy if we don't feel safe, right? If we're feeling insecure, out of security. Um, And so the affirmation meditation series is literally 10 minutes that will change your life. If you can listen to 10 minutes a day for seven days, you will feel like a new freaking person because what it's doing is upgrading the identity that you hold for and about yourself. If you don't feel worthy, unless you are helping other people, you will often never make the time for yourself. But if you feel like, no, I am worthy as I am, then every time you get to help people or support people, 
it's a, I get to, not a, I have to. So you get to remind yourself that it's not selfish to take up your own time. And when you're filling up your own cup and you're feeling full and you're feeling fulfilled, then when you go to support and help other people, it's just boosting that sense of energy because you're doing it out of a sense of, I choose to, right? Um, and it'll feel, it'll feel a whole lot better. You won't feel drained at the end of the day. Um, so I'll put that link in there. I'll add both the links for the self-love mastermind that is starting soon, as well as the self-love affirmation meditation series. And even if you've never done meditation, or maybe you're super into binaural beats, you're super into guided meditations, like check it out. I combined the solfeggio frequency which is a type of sound that activates certain healing in the body, especially with dissolving fear, right? And that's the whole point is I've curated this. It's a five-part meditation series where you just sit down or lay down and you listen in, right? It's a, it's a very passive meditation. It's not like you're actively needing to think about something or say things or do something or whatever. You just get to receive the music and the, the shifts will happen naturally, Um, And I'll put that in the show notes. It's only $37 and you have access to it forever. You can download it, do what you want with it. It's incredible. Every person that has used this affirmation meditation series has messaged me later and said like, oh my gosh, I just feel like a 10 pound weight just fell off my shoulders or, oh my gosh, I'm crying and I don't know why, but it feels so good, like a release. Um, So that's available to you if you feel called. So those are the three ways and the three reasons why commitment can be difficult. You know, just doing a little refresher here. The first reason is a lack of self-trust. The remedy being self-forgiveness work. The second one being procrastination. The remedy is taking messy action and giving yourself permission to take imperfect action. Um, Reason number three is not feeling safe to be seen and not feeling safe to take up space. The remedy for that is setting up your schedule and creating some structure to hold your energy and your flow and also affirming to yourself that you are worthy of your own time. You are worthy of saying yes. You are worthy of saying no. You are worthy and you are safe. Um, And that's a lot of the internal subconscious work. And that's why I highly recommend getting the affirmation meditation series because it, it, it almost reprograms the beliefs of how we see ourselves um, on a deeper layer than just the intellectual side of it. So, all right, guys, we are finished up with today's podcast episode. If you liked this or you know someone that needs to hear this, send it to them. Um, if you've been listening in for a while and you've never left a, a, a review on Apple Podcasts, I want to ask you to do so because that's a big way that I can reach more people with this message, especially all of the other women out there that are people pleasers or perfectionists or procrastinators because I know how... Um, almost painful. I'm going to even use the word painful. It is to not understand why we're doing it. Um, but I do get it and I have been there and I am there for you. And so if you haven't left a review, please do. I would really appreciate it. And it really, it really supports this, this mission, um, that I'm on to empower and inspire people to love the life that they live and be a leader in the life that they live. So I'm Kelsey Lowe. I'm a self-love and empowerment coach, and you are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. 
and I will see you on the next episode.